Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson.
morning, Kirby. Good morning, Thea. Good morning, Deshanna. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Shonda Stassi and Tracy go. Thank you for never letting Shonda Kimberly 
Jessica and Andrea go. Thank you for never letting Ashley go. Thank you for never letting this Shannon go. Thank you for never letting Julia go. Thank you for never letting Kirby go. Thank you for letting ne never letting Cherie go. Thank you for never letting Janet go. Thank you for never letting Kevin. That ought to be your testimony today. Thank you for never letting me go. Thank you for never letting George go. Thank you for never letting John go. Thank you, Father God, for never letting Sirfield go. Thank you, Father God, for never letting Teresa go. Thank you, Lord God, for never taking your hands off of LMJ Ministries. Thank you for never letting Beverly go. Thank you for never letting the city of Little Rock go. Thank you for never letting the state of Arkansas go. Thank you, Father God, for never letting this nation go. My God. Thank you, Father God, for your hand being seen. Thank you for your power. Thank you for your glory. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for food. Thank you for clothing. Thank you for shelter. Thank you for electricity. Thank you for gas in my car. Thank you for clothes in my closet. Thank you for washing powder. Thank you for soap. Thank you for dishwashing liquid, Lord God. Thank you for my dishwasher. Thank you for my refrigerator, Lord God. Thank you, Father God. Thank you for my car, Lord God. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the, my God, the things that you give me. Thank you for friends. Thank you for family. Thank you for loved ones. Thank you for my brothers. Thank you for my sisters, Lord God. My God, thank you for my partners in ministry, my co-laborers, Lord God. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for my hands. Thank you for my feet. Thank you for my eyes. Thank you for my mouth. Thank you for my ears that I can hear you. Thank you for my kidneys. Woo! Thank you for my kidneys, Lord God. Thank you for the functioning of my kidneys. Thank you for my liver. Thank you for my spleen, Lord God. Thank you for my lungs, Lord God. My God. Thank you for my legs, Lord God. I thank you for my feet. I thank you for my toes. Father God, I thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for, thank you, thank you for every hair on my head, Lord God. Thank you, Father God, for giving me sight, Lord God. My God, I thank you for the school that you allow my boys to attend, Lord God. I thank you for my neighborhood, Lord God. I just thank you. Thank you for my office, Lord God. I thank you. Thank you. Thank you for furniture in my living room. Thank you, Lord God. We have beds to sleep in, Father God. I thank you, Lord God. Thank you for my technology. Thank you for my phones. Thank you for my lights, Lord God. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God. Thank you for, thank you for makeup that you give me, Lord God. Thank you for even giving me the desires of my heart, Lord God. Thank you, Father God, for spending money on me because you don't have to spend money on me, you could give me the basics. You give me food, you give me clothes, you give me shelter, but you even supply my desires, Lord God. God, you go above and beyond anything that I could even think of, Lord God. Thank you, thank you for thinking of me that way. Ooh. Thank you, Father God. Thank you for the value of friendships, Lord God. My God. Just thank you, Father God. Thank you for my mom and thank you for my dad and thank you for my grandmother laying a spiritual foundation, Lord God, to grow close to you, Lord God. And thank you. Thank you, Father God, for even my troubles and my problems, Lord God. And Lord God, thank you for my enemies. Oh, thank you for my enemies. Lord God, for those that plot against me, for those that talk about me, for those that pray against me, Lord God. I just, Father God, in the name of Jesus, ask that you bless them. Lord, bless my enemies. Bless my haters. Bless those that speak out against me, Lord God. Father God, do something good for them, Lord God. I plead the blood of Jesus over their house, Lord God. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I plead the blood of Jesus over Rockwall County. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I plead the blood of Jesus over my sons, Lord God. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I decree and declare no weapon for... Bless 
my enemies. Bless them, Lord. Your word says, my God, do good, my God, to those who might not even like you. So, Lord God, I'm asking, I'm standing in the gap for every one of my haters, every last one of my enemies. Lord God, bless them. Bless them in this place. Cover them. Protect them. Forgive them, Father. They don't, they don't even know what they do when they speak out against me. They don't even know what they do, Father God, when they try, try to show, throw shade on me. Lord God, show them and give them mercy. Show them and give them mercy, Lord God. My God, show them and give them mercy. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. That's exactly what we're supposed to do. Pray. We be spending so, many, so much time on when somebody is doing something against us, and the Word gives us clear instructions. Ooh, somebody say clear instructions. When it's somebody throwing shade, when it's somebody hating on you, when it's somebody that you feel like is against you, the word of God really say you're supposed to bless them. It says do good to those. Do good to those that have despitefully used you. Do, do good to those who plot against you. Don't spend time talking about how much they hate on you or whatever. Can I tell you something? They have no... And get, ask the Lord to give them mercy, right? Because in all reality, they don't even know how they set themselves up for failure by plotting against you or talking against you right the scripture says touch not my anointed nor do my prophets no no harm right when when that word was spoken right we in the kingdom god said you ain't never got to worry about your enemy you ain't got never never worry never ever got to worry about somebody who plot against you or somebody who talks about you or somebody we spend way too much time on those that are throwing shade people who don't agree with our ministry or what god called us to do Guess what? If I'm doing something that God didn't call me to do, guess what God going to do? Just like he checked me on everything else, my God, he's going to check me on that. Ooh, right? Just like I hear from God on everything else. He's going to come. might take some time because I might be deaf. So if, and I'm not talking about me, if you feel like there's somebody doing something that doesn't line up with God's will or you feel like they're not supposed to pray and ask, instead of speaking and putting your mouth on them, pray and ask the Lord, open the eyes of their understanding. Give them revelation knowledge, Lord. Something in this that can, don't seem right, right? Pray and open the eyes of their understanding. Give, it, give them revelation knowledge, Lord. Give them revelation knowledge, Lord. Let them see, Father God. Let them do this one. Not from my perspective. Let me drink something. Because... Because you don't know God's plans for me. I don't even know why I'm in this direction. You don't know God's, you don't know God's plans for me. You don't know. Let me, say, let me say it one more time. You don't know. You don't know. Miss Sandra, don't nobody know God's plans. You don't know God's plans. You might think you know God's plans for me. We all, even with the gift that's on my life, I only see in part. <laughs> even with the gifts on my life, I only see in part. Only God knows all. Only God, only God knows all. So if you feel like something's going on in my life and it don't, it don't add up, and I'm just saying me, I'm not saying me, your life, somebody else's life, then instead of throwing shade or uh, overwhelm, intercede for me. Intercede for that person. Become their personal intercessor. Ask God, show me, show me. Show them, Lord, open their eyes, open their eyes, open, open their eyes, open their eyes. And even if you feel a strong unction towards somebody or something and the Lord is showing you and they're not able to receive what you're telling them, that's not your position to get frustrated, to get up, to get moved past. This is your position to stand in the gap and pray for them. This is
is your position to get in the gap and pray for them. Right? Because if they're doing it, they must think they're doing the right thing. Oh, okay. So instead of talking, if we can deal with this in the body of Christ, we might get somewhere. I'm sorry. I'm just, I, I'm sorry. If we can do, deal with this stuff in the body of Christ, we might get somewhere. That ain't no shade thrown. I just ain't never seen so much strife. I just ain't never seen so much gossip. I just ain't never seen no much, so much, um, so much, um, hardiness. It's just, it's sad because I know those things that, 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 that those are the things that keep the spirit from moving. Woo! I ain't never seen so much offense. The Lord has been dealing with me so bad about offense in the body of Christ. I just ain't never seen so much. I ain't never seen so much shade thrown in the body of Christ. I just ain't never seen no much. And it is, it is not, it is not make God happy. He gives clear instructions how to deal with people who are against us. He gives clear instructions on how we're supposed to treat our enemy. I've just never, ever, ever. But can I tell you something? We cannot we cannot even wage warfare against the principality because we've taken our hands, uh, we've taken our mouth off the principality and put our mouth on people. We ain't dealing with the principality. We forgot the Lord said we wrestle not against flesh and blood. That for some way, for some reason, I don't, I, that's how I know we spend too much time in our flesh and not in our spirit. Meditate 1 Corinthians 2.14. Meditate on it a lot. Because if you, if you, if me, I'm not saying, when I say you, I don't want you to be like, she ain't, like she ain't got no, that's not, no. If you, <laughs> if me, right? If I really, really understood and knew, knew the word, then anytime somebody started coming against me, what I would begin to do is pray and ask the Lord to reveal to me what's the principality. Lord, what's the... Lord, what's the principality? What's the spirit behind this? Ooh, what, what's, the, what's the spirit behind this? Ooh, what, what's, the spirit, what's the spirit behind this? Ooh, what's, the, what's, the spirit, what's the spirit behind this? Ooh, come on now. What's the, what's, the spirit, what's the spirit behind this in my marriage? What, what's the spirit behind this in my children? What, what's the spirit behind this? I got to be looking, we looking for people. We looking at people and insecurities and their issues and their problems. They people just like us, right? But what's the spirit behind? That's what Ephesians 6 said. He said, he wrestled not against, we wrestled not against flesh and blood. He said, you're not wrestling. If, if, if Paul, if Paul is saying this to us, come on now. My God, if he's saying this to us, we got to remember, can I tell you something? Right? All scripture is believed believe by God. All scripture is breathed by God. So if all scripture is breathed by God, then, and people start saying, well, those were just men. No, then I need to go and look when I'm dealing with certain circumstances and situations. Mm, how did David handle this? I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you eliminate how skepticism and doubt tries to make you think the word doesn't have what you need. Oh, my God. I'm getting ready to eliminate how skepticism and doubt. So you don't even have to... To, to, to try to see if this word will work for you. The word will work for you, right? And so how you eliminate skepticism and doubt, right? Um, and overthinking is then you, the person, whatever the circumstance, whatever the situation is, um, says so you got an issue, a woman with issue of blood and farming, you're dealing with a demonic principality, then begin to search in the word to figure out how they handled it. How did, how did Jesus handle demons? <laughs> 
Right? How did he tell? What did he tell us? How did he tell us to handle our lot? What? What was David's behavior when Saul was in pursuit of him? He hid. Ooh, I'm out. What was David? What was David's behavior when Saul was in pursuit of him? Ooh, he hid. He hid until God gave him further instructions. And whether his, some of his hiding was right or what was wrong, right? He worshiped God. The word of God says um, David, David was a man after his own heart. Well, if David was a man after God's own heart, I need to go figure out what qualified David to be a man after God's own heart. What, qual, what qualified David to be a man after God's own heart, right? So. Let me read this to you. And then I got to read Psalms 23 over you in two. And we're going to read it in different versions and we're going to get out of here. If it, this going to help us, it's going to help free us from people today. My God, people can become, a, not, not that people want to be a hindrance to you. People can become a hindrance to you because of the weight that you put on the relationship of people. I was having a conversation with Josiah um, last night and he was just sharing some things um, with me out of his heart, out of his heart. He was like, you know, sometimes I have, just because of things that have happened in his life, he says, he says, um, I, sometimes, you know, I have just a hard time trusting people. I said, that's fine. Huh? I don't trust people. I trust God. And he just got quiet. He was like, oh, I said, I don't, I, that's fine. I love people. I love people. The word doesn't tell me, put your trust in man. It says, put your trust in God. I said, I don't trust people either. I trust God. I said, and I trust the God in him. And I trust if God brought me into a relationship with him, them, then there's something that's supposed to be here. And then I don't spend a whole lot of time on me trying to handle the relationship. I used to spend a lot of time on me trying to handle the relationship. Um, I spend time asking God, what is my role in this relationship? Have fun, breathe, whatever you tell me to do. What is my role? In? And then how do I handle? My new thing is, how do I handle your son or daughter. This is your son or daughter. This is this your son or daughter. I, I, this is your son. This is your daughter. How do I deal with, how do I handle your son or daughter? How do I love your son and daughter? How do I serve your, your son and daughter? Because he's going to be able to give me the clarity on this because he made them. He know what they need. Then that way, if that's how I deal with or love or handle people, then we ain't got to have no soul ties, no ties that bind, none of that other, other stuff. Come on, right? So if you don't trust people, that's fine, right? Trust the God in people. Trust that if God brings you to a relationship with something. Now, let's get over here on Ephesians 6, and then I want to read this. He says, oh my gosh, am I in? I want to do it. Let me do it in the Amplified Version. Hold on. So I want to give you this, because we spend a whole lot of time People, what people did, um, people, I don't know. The, the, the scripture tells me that God has the heart of kings in his hands, right? So even if it looks like it's a system that is coming against me, he told me he can turn the heart of, he can turn, he can take the worst king, he can take the worst judge. He can, I don't spend a lot of time. It don't matter what your not position or who you are. God has. At the end of the day, the earth belongs to the Lord in the fullness of thereof. The earth belongs to the Lord in the fullness of earth. I don't care how wicked, how evil, whatever you are. You're not above God. I got that revelation. You're not above God. So let me give you this. <laughs> Lord, I thank you for freeing us today. Lord, I thank you for free, free, freeing us today. I thank you. 
This is Ephesians 6. I'm going to read it to you in the Amplified. And I may read it in your map, in the message part of the Bible. This is your freedom for people today. This is your, di di Can I say that? Is it? This is your divine deliverance from people. <laughs> Will you accept that today? All you got to do is receive it by the Spirit. But my God, God is unlocking you and releasing you from people today. I'm not just saying that. I know that to be true in my spirit. God is unlocking you and releasing you from people today. After today, the words that are spoken out of my out of my mouth by the spirit is going to begin to free you and unlock you. Now, it may not have all, it may, it may not happen all at once. So when the test come, Julia, can you, can you knock on it? When the test come, because the test going to come, test, test going to Test gonna come. Test gonna come. Test gonna come till you pass test. Test gonna come till you start operating in a certain level of the word, right? Test gonna come. Test gonna come. Test might show up later or whatever. Test gonna come. Test the test is gonna come, right? Right? But you got the biblical instructions on how to handle people. So if people have always been my problem or issue, if I have a hard time with people. If I have a hard time when I respond to people, if I have a hard time when people emotionally invoke me, right, or pull me into a specific direction, come on now. Um, if I have a hard time with that, right, then it may take me a little bit more time to walk in the freedom. It's not that the freedom hadn't come. It just make me may take me a little bit longer to walk in it, right, because. All the layers that have been over on me, shit, need to be shed. I'm, I need to be shed. They need to be shed. So it may not. So don't get frustrated when you see yourself. I'm doing this because condemnation tries to come on you. Don't get frustrated when you fail the test. <laughs> Woo! Don't get frustrated when you tell you. Don't, don't get frustrated. Don't get frustrated. Don't get frustrated. Because, see, this got to be done out of your heart, not out your flesh, right? Because, see, here, you got to, because, see, when it's done in your flesh, it's like a cheat sheet, right? When I do it in my flesh and I just do it and I say it, but I really don't mean it, it's like I cheated on the test, right? Well, the enemy know when you're cheating on the test because he's looking at your response behind the scenes. See, when you're cheating on the test, you do what's right in front of people. Come on, Holy Spirit. But what you have going on behind the scene looks completely different. Come on, y'all. Come on now. So today, as the Lord shows up to tell us, I'm going to unlock you and free you from people, right? You receive it. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I receive my freedom from people today. I receive it from people today. So I'm receiving my freedom from people today. Now, tomorrow, if somebody step on your toes, literally or figuratively, somebody step on your toes, Kim Young, somebody step on your toes, literally or figuratively, right? then realistically, your flesh is probably going to respond how your flesh has always responded, okay? I'm just going to be for real. Your flesh, your foot, well, most of us front. Most of us front because we won't be seen as good Christians. <laughs> I'm finna go. Most of us front. I done fronted before. My God, my God. So I was in a season of brokenness, and somebody kept asking me, you good? And I kept saying, yes, in the Lord, and naming all the scriptures, and I was not good. And I really needed somebody to walk me through the journey. Finally, they asked me one more time, you're good? No, I ain't good with this. My husband died. <laughs> no. No, I ain't good. My husband is dying right now. No, I ain't good. <laughs> I ain't good. 
I'm not good. My husband is dying. <laughs> no, I'm not good. But we front all the time because we won't be seen like a good little Christian. <laughs> okay, let me get back here. I won't be seen like a good little Christian. <laughs> Seem like a good little Christian, but not I'm tickling my but not living like a good little Christian. Not really faith, because the manifestation ain't in my life yet. Seem like I'm like a little good, I'm like a good little Christian. I'm just good. I'm just a good little perfect Christian. Not a good little perfect Christian. We all striving to get where it's all a daily walk, right? This is why we need Jesus. You need Jesus every day. You need his holiness. You need him to transform you. So it comes up on layers. So even when as God is unlocking us and freeing us from people today, Lord, right? It is it's renewing in the word. It don't come all off at once. You got to continually renew your mind in the word so that you can get free from people. Come on now. You got to continually renew your mind. So even if you fail the test, if you fail the test, if you fail the test, remind yourself. Romans 8 tells us there's no condemnation in Christ Jesus. There's no, there's no condemnation in Christ Jesus. So even when you fail the test, just, Lord, I failed this test. Help me to pass the test next time. Woo! And then put my word in you. Put my word in you. Put my word in you in the area that you fail the test. Usually what happens is we fail the test and then we just kind of keep the, the enemy beats us up for a while. And then we just kind of keep rolling on. And then as we keep rolling on and the test come back up again, we haven't put word in us. We haven't been renewing our mind and we ain't got transformed. So when the test comes up again, and this is in so many ways. This is in finances. So when the test comes up again, right? Test comes up again. Then because our mind is not renewed in the word, guess what's going to happen? We're going to respond the same way. Might be a different person. Might, might be different. But if I, in between where I pass the test or in between the space that I recognize that this is an area that I struggle with, right? That I, that I struggle with. In between time, because we don't know when tests going to come. We don't know when tests going to come. This all between the Lord. He said, I test you. Right? We don't know when the test going to come. He does, we don't know. Might be in the middle of the heat of the test, and we don't even recognize we in a test. Because remember, 1 Corinthians 2.14. This stuff is discerned by the Spirit. Jeremiah 29 and 11. This is God's plan for us, right? Jeremiah 1 and 5. Psalms 139 and 16. He wrote the books. Might be in the middle of the test and not even know I'm in a test. Right? Might be in the test, might even so here's the whole here's the come on now. Here's the whole thing. So I have to begin to recognize. So today is the Lord's sister. I hear you, Holy Spirit. I promise you, I'm not gonna forget. Oh, I gotta read Psalms 23 before we get out of here. So I have to recognize because unfortunately, we our flesh has taught to us. Many of us have lived in offense. Many of us have lived in jealousy. Many of us have lived in insecurity in some form or fashion. Many of us have lived in hatred. Like these things have been, even in some of our families, generational, right? So we put all the time on the flesh. If kingdom folks would live by the Spirit, because that's what the Word said. This is Galatians, all that said. I got to learn how to really live by the Spirit. If we would live by the Spirit, we would elevate ourselves above the flesh. <laughs> Ooh, and things will begin to manifest and change. Because we will be doing things by the Spirit. That's what the Word say. That's not what I say. This, this is not what I say. This is what the Word say. So, what the Word say? Here go what the Word say. And I'm going to read this to you real quick. 
and the amplified in the message. Hold on, we still got a little time. Ooh, there's some freedom coming to you today. Right? So here it is. In conclusion, here go Paul. In conclusion, we're talking about the armor of God. This is the amplified version of the Bible. Ephesians 6.10. Somebody drop that. Josiah will be back next week to uh, all our little fancy notes will be back up. I says, in conclusion, <laughs> be strong in the Lord. Ooh, who I'm supposed to be strong in? So, somebody answer. I feel like, who I'm supposed to be strong in? I'm supposed to be strong in the Lord. I ain't supposed to be strong in Lakeisha. I ain't supposed to be strong in my friends. Can I tell you what it means to be strong in your friends? Can I tell you? Can, can I just give you some help with what it means to be strong in your friends? When you're trying to be strong in your friends, right? You're, you're facing a circumstance or situation. And you're trying to gather all the friends and the troops to be on your side. You calling up ammunition. You calling up everybody. You trying to you trying to gain strength for, and and the way we do it is oh, I'm really trying to hash and talk it out. No, if I was really trying to hash and talk it out, then I'm looking for you to lead me right back to the word. So I'm supposed to be strong in the Lord. I'm supposed to be strong in the Lord. How do I become strong in the Lord? I gotta trust the word of God. I, this is it. The Lord is my strength. My, the Lord is my refuge and my strength. My God in whom I'll trust. That's the scripture. The Lord is my refuge and my strength. Right? Do other people help cover us, build us up, love us, all that other stuff. But when I'm taking this circumstance, especially when it's dealing with people, I got to make sure that I take I take it to the people that I know going to lead me right back to the word. Not to the people that's going to ride out with me. See, I got some friends that'll ride out with me. And then I got some friends I know will pray it through, right? And then I got some friends that if somebody did something to me, if I call them, I, you might not have that kind of friend. I got them. I got, I got, I got some riders. If I call them, because they real tender towards me and I'm real tender towards them. If I call them, right? If I call them, I'm just going to help you. I'm just, I'm, some of y'all don't know what I mean right out. I mean, they will go with me to handle this situation, right? They will go with me to handle this situation. I got some friends, if I call them right now and say, so-and-so said, I'm 100% sure they're going to confront so-and-so. So, because I've recognized a lot of the battles that I wage are spiritual, I don't call them. I Cause they ain't gonna give me no strength in the Lord. They can make come with a different kind of strength. They they can get they can make come with a different kind of strength. I know this. I know these. I know, I'm well well aware of which of my friends are in a certain spiritual plane, and which of my friends are not in a spiritual plane. They will rip somebody apart. I know that. I got some cousins. I got some cousins. I got some family members. I got some people that I'm not getting ready to call them. I remember it was a specific situation going on, and I had called one of my cousins, and she said, she just, I could feel her rising. So I had to, the Lord was like, hush. I could feel her. They said what? They did what? They done what? I said, oh. So I'm not going to find my strength in the Lord in friends unless they're going to lead me back to Christ. Ooh. I'm not going to find my strength my, find my strength in friends. It's not saying there's nothing wrong with your friends. But you need to know when you come in with to your friend that this is a friend that can lead this situation back to the Lord. Can they lead you back to the Lord? Can they lead you back to a place in which, come on y'all, can they lead you back to a place in which it's going to honor and glorify the Lord? Ooh, come on now. Come on now. That's, that's going to honor and glorify the Lord. So this is what he says. He says, draw your strength from him. And be powered, empowered through your union. When you choose to draw your strength 
from him, you get empowerment for the situation. Oh, can we look up what it means to be empowered? Lord, you're giving us the tools we need. Can, I, can we look at what it means to be empowered? When we are empowered or empowered, we have the authority over something. Woo! So when I allow, when I draw my strength in the Lord, right? Then when I draw my strength in the Lord, then guess what? I got authority over the principality. I got authority over the situation. Say that I have authority over the situation in the Lord. In the Lord, then I'm empowered. When I take this situation, He gonna give me empowerment for the situation. When I deal with this in my flesh, the flesh is only gonna reap out the flesh. That's what it say in Galatians. It's only gonna reap out, reap out the flesh. When I decide that I'm gonna deal with this situation through the Lord, He gonna empower me. Then I have the authority in the name of Jesus. Come on now. Then I have the authority in the name of Jesus to handle this situation. Oh, that's so good. My God. He says, so he says, and be empowered through your union with him and in the power of his boundless might. This is what it says. Come on now. Let me tell you in the message. It says, and that about wraps it up. God is strong and he wants you strong. So take everything the master has set out for you. Well-made weapons of the best material. He gave you spiritual weapons that are greater than anything in this natural. When people start talking to me about natural weapons, I'm not saying natural weapons don't work, but natural weapons won't work in no spiritual spiritual situation. You got to recognize whether something is spiritual. And because we are kingdom, most of the things trying to advance against us and come against us is spiritual. Some of it is spiritual and some of this stuff is the stuff you need to grow up from. Oh, Jesus. Some of this is spirit. Some of this is a tax. And then some of it is the stuff where you need to mature and grow. So he says it. He says, God has given you well-made weapons, right? And he wants you to put them to use so you can be able to stand up to everything the devil throws your way. It's the message Bible. He said, this is no weekend war that we'll walk away from and forget about in a couple of hours. This is for keeps. This is life or death. Fight to the finish against the devil and all his angels. That's what the word said, right? So this is what he says in the, the Amplified. He says, you need to put on the full armor of God. For his precepts are like the splendid armor of a heavily armed soldier. So that you may be able to successfully stand against all the schemes and strategies and the deceits of the devil. The devil don't like you. <laughs> and he will use whoever he can. I'm going to say this one more time. The devil don't like you. And guess what he going to do? He going to use whoever. He gonna use whoever he can. He will use, he will use your dog. I remember one day my dog was just acting weird. I just anointed a little head. <laughs> I don't have a dog now. I did. You, I said you gonna be sanctified too. I just anointed a little head. I'm like get get your life together. He will use whatever he can against you. He will he will use whoever he will use your mama. That's why you gotta. That's why you gotta learn to discern more in your spirit. The devil ain't your friend. He, he, he's coming against your purpose. He's mad because God loves you. Come on now. I just anointed a little head. I said, whatever this is, Prince whatever you got going on right now, whatever you got going right, around right now, this don't line up with the kingdom. So he said, put on the full armor of God for his precepts are like splendid armor, a heavenly armed soldier, so that you may be able to successfully stand. Successfully. 
successfully. I want to emphasize this one more time so that you can begin to successfully stand. Aren't you tired of not successful, being successful in relationships? Woo! Aren't you tired of not being successful in relationships? He said, so you could successfully stand. He wants you to be successful in standing. He wants you to be standing and there ain't no success markers. There are success markers in the kingdom. When I am in the kingdom of the Lord, there are things that are going to mark my success. Do you know why? Because the Lord said, if God be for you, who can be against you? So if God before you, he says, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. He said, I'm going to deliver you, deliver the hand of your enemies. I'm going to deliver you into the hands of your enemies. You, the, a thousand shall fall at your side. Ten thousand shall fall at your right hand. He told Psalms 37, fret not thyself unto evildoers, neither be envious of thy workers of iniquities. Right? There's going to be a success. You're not just supposed to stand. You're supposed to stand and succeed. Oh, Lord have mercy. He said, he says, up against all the schemes and the strategies and deceits of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, contending only with physical opponents. You are not fighting just against... You fight. Can I tell you something? Sometimes I talk... <laughs> I told Josiah, because Josiah does not mind me sharing or would not be sharing. I told Josiah, I said, right now in this moment, we up talking, it's 1030. Right now in this moment, your mind is your worst enemy. You, your mind is your worst enemy right now. That's what I told him. I said, your mind is your worst enemy. It's your mind. Sometimes you're the worst enemy. Sometimes it's the thought. Sometimes it's the lowest thing. Self-esteem. So sometimes it's the, the defeat that's in you. Sometimes it's wrong perspective about what the word says on the situation. So let me go back in there. He says, put on a full armor guy for his precepts are like splendid armor of heavily armed soldier. So you may be able to successfully stand against all the schemes and the strategies and the deceits of the devil. He said, no, by no person. He ain't say nothing about no people. He ain't say, he ain't say nothing about a person. He said against all schemes and strategies of the devil. He said he didn't list your mama. He didn't list your cousin. He didn't list Nene. He didn't list Janet. He didn't list any of your people. He didn't list nobody. He said against all schemes, strategies, and the seats of the devil. Twelve. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood. You're not contending with physical appointments. He said, you you contending with rulers. You're, attending with, you're contending against powers. You're con, uh, um, contending against the world forces. Let me read that again. Let me read that again. Ooh, there are principalities assigned to governments. Ooh, let me read that. Let me help. And it ain't the person. It's a principality assigned to the government. The principality don't want no godly government. Woo! We need a godly government. He says, against the powers, against the world forces. There are world forces. Satan and his little army and his little legion, they got world, they band together. See, Satan is not omnipotent or he's not, he can be everywhere every time. He can't. So he has little legions, little spirits, little imps, little nymphs, right? He said, said principality, this is what he said. He said, get world forces. Oh. So why have we been contending and fighting against people? <laughs> why have we been talking down? Why have we been talking down about our president or our government when it's really we in the spirit should be identifying what's the principality? Woo! See, when I get revelation, it's a principality. Then I begin to be able to know. Then the Holy Spirit will give me revelation of how to fight the principality. 
right? When I think it's flesh and blood, I'll fight the person. When I understand that this is a spiritual war, this is a spiritual war, then guess what I begin to fight? I begin to wage war against the principality in the name of Jesus. Because that's the only thing that takes down principalities. He says, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly, in supernatural realms. There are wicked people, wicked spirits in supernatural realms. Right? I got to go. Then he says, therefore, put on the complete armor of God so you'll be able to successfully resist and stand your ground in the evil day of danger. And having done everything that the crisis demands. That's something. Woo! Here, messages said, be prepared. You're up against far more than you can handle on your own. <laughs> Take all the help you can get. Every weapon God has issued so that when it's all over but the shouting, you'll be still on your feet. Truth, righteousness, peace, faith, and salvation are more than just words. I'm going to say it again. Truth, righteousness, peace, faith, and salvation are more than just words. Learn how to apply them. You'll need them throughout your life. God's word is an ind indispensable weapon. In the same way, prayer is essential in this ongoing warfare. Pray hard and long. Pray for your brothers and sisters. Keep your eyes open. Keep each other's spirits up so that no one falls behind. So if you see me falling behind, keep praying for me. <laughs> right? That's what he says. It says, therefore, put on the complete armor of God so you'll be able to successfully resist and stand your ground in the evil day. And having done everything that the crisis demands, stand firm in your place, fully prepared, immovable, and victorious. So guess what? I got to get fully prepared in the word. This is why renewing my mind, renewing my mind, spending a personal, intimate time with God, renewing my wife, meditating on the word. Day and night, understanding what the word says so it can tear down the strongholds, so that it can tear down the thoughts, so it can tear down everything else that's been exalting itself during the knowledge of God. The word is the only thing that's going to tear down what's been exalting itself against the knowledge of God. I'm going to say this one more time. The word is the weapon. It's the only weapon that's going to tear down. So this means I got to spend some more time in the word and I got to spend time in the word getting revelation. I might have to eat this slowly so that the strongholds in my mind can be torn down and I stop looking at people being my problem. I stop looking at people. It's a principality associated with racism. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a principality associated with racism. It's a principality associated with lawlessness. It's a principality associated with evil governments. It's a principality. Not the people. It's the principality. Woo! Right? So, um, so stand firm and hold your ground. Having tightened, 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 tighten the truth. Tighten the truth. Here's where this is important. Personal integrity, more truth. Put truth around. That's why it's important for us to be in personal integrity and more courage. It's important. I hear the Holy Spirit. We're going to stop. Let me read Psalms 23 over you. <laughs> we done. That's enough for y'all to chew on. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for opening the eyes of our understanding. Thank you for giving us eyes to see. We will not try to receive or discern this 
in our flesh. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to read Psalms 23 over you. And I want you to take the refreshing. And I want you to receive your freedom from people today. And then I want you to ask. You're going to have to spend some time in this. If people have been your problem, you're going to have to spend some time. Can I tell you something? If you find yourself saying stuff like, oh, nobody helps me. Everybody against me. Um... Um, nobody in my family considers me, then that's a sign people are still your problem. If you're looking for people to give something, um, we were talking, um, Joe and I were talking last night, and it's funny because I've been there, right? Really, for real. He was like, it just feels like when you give into people, you know, you you should receive from the people. I said, you, you're expecting to give back from the people you give into. That might not ever be your truth. Because if they're in a deficit, they can't give back to you anyway. Your assignment is to do exactly what God asked you to do in that relationship. And then he'll send the people that are supposed to pour back into you. He'll send. He'll send. But you get everything you need from him. You get everything you need from him. And if you spend more time in a relationship with him, I'm 100% guaranteed. I know. Because I live it. I'm 100% guaranteed that God will fill you up and give you absolutely everything you need. He will. Most of the time we seeking and steal and people. We're looking for people. We're looking for people to balance the things out. We're looking for people to add up. We're looking for people to pour into us. Well, if you seek ye first the kingdom of God, he'll going to add your people. He'll bring you your people. He'll bring the people that are supposed to pour into you. But if you sow into a relationship or give into a relationship and you're expecting that person to come back and meet the emotional and mental needs of you, then that's that don't leave any room for God. Because God meets your emotional and your mental and your physical and your financial needs. That's, that's, that's it. So if you still, well, ain't people don't, and they don't consider me. Well, selfish people ain't going to consider you. They're doing exactly what they know how to do. They, I don't know. Nah. And you know, I know what, people who ain't delivered, when well, they go to church just like I, that ain't mean they got no revelation. Revelation equals manifestation. Oh, okay. Oh, they love me. That's fine. They may have a distorted perception of love. <laughs> oh, well, I'm supposed to see the fruit of my labor. Absolutely, you're supposed to see the fruit of your labor. It might come down the scene. Keep planting. Galatians 6 and 9 says, do not get weary in well-doing. For in due season, you will reap if you faint not. Might not come up. Might not come up to the end of. May come up later. But again, I'm supposed to be focused on seeking the kingdom first. Let me read Psalms 23. <laughs> the Lord is my shepherd to feed God and to shield me. That's the point of the good shepherd. You got to start receiving God as a good shepherd. He lets me lie down in green pastures. There will be, come on Holy Spirit, there will be seasons when you need to lay down and rest. Right? Let him lead you. Let him lead him you in the green pastures. Let, let him lead you besides the still and quiet waters. He refreshes and restores my soul. He refreshes and restores my soul. He refreshes and restores my life. If you're going to let him be the good shepherd, this is his responsibility to you and nothing else. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name. Saint, name's sake. He's going to leave you right in the path of everything you need for his name's sake. Not for your name's sake. For his name's sake. Come on, y'all. He said, even though I walk through the sunless valley of, valley of the shadow of death, this day, he's like, I'm not going to fear no evil because I know God is with me. I'm not going to spend no time on the evil around me because I know God is with me. I'm not going to spend no time on the evil around me because I know God is with me. Right? If, he, if I allow him to shepherd me, I ain't got nothing to be worried about. 
your rod to protect me, your staff to guide me, and comfort and console me. So if I understand that God will comfort and console me, I ain't got to be looking for comfort and consolation in nobody else. Ooh, thank you. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Ooh, my God. So if it's a table prepared for me in the presence of my enemies, am I watching my enemies or am I eating? See, here's where I got revelation, how he showed me. I'm going to eat, and I might glance up at you, but I'm going to keep eating. I'm going to keep seeking. I'm going to keep eating the word because you prepared a table for me in the presence of my enemies. If you spread a table for me in the presence of my enemies, my assignment and focus is on the table that's before me. My assignment and focus ain't on my enemies. My assignment, cause you, if you put the table there, you better believe there's some guards, there's some angels. There's a, my assignment is to eat, what's, eat at the table that's spread before me. Well, most of us, unfortunately, if enemies are around us, we won't even relax in God and eat. I, I'm, I'm, I gotta get out. If an enemy is around me, I won't even relax in the Lord and eat. I won't even focus on the Lord. I won't keep seeking the Lord because I'm too busy trying to deal with the enemy. I'm thinking I'm the one that's got to battle the enemy. Now, if he prepared a table for me, this is just how he showed it to me. Ask him to give you revelation. He said, he said you better say table eat. So I just, in my head, in my image, I'm eating, looking up at y'all. I got this eyebrow that I do. I'm eating, and I'm looking up at y'all like, oh, whatever, and I'm going to keep eating. And I ain't going to be fearful, and I ain't going to be afraid, and I ain't going to be worried. And when I feel fear and worry come up, I know that's not from God. Because the Word tells me, be anxious for nothing. Everything in prayer and supplication. So at the moment that it looks like the enemy is applying pressure while I'm sitting at my table, focus on God. Whatever you got me eating on this season, I hear you, Lord God. Then I... I'm going to tell him, hey, I got a circumstance or a situation here that you need to handle because it's interfering with my eating. Okay, thank you. So, you prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil and refresh my head with oil, right? Or I'm going to ask Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, what's the wisdom for this situation? And most of the time he's going to say, just keep sending eating. <laughs> most of the time he's going to say, just keep trusting in the Lord with all your heart and lean not into your own understanding. So in all the ways he can acknowledge you and direct your path. Woo! My God. Is it and then you have anointed my anointed and refreshed my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy and unfailing love shall follow me all the days of my life. Right? My cup overflows. God not just going to give me enough for myself. It's going to overflow out of me. Ooh, when I allow the Lord to fill me up and it overflows out of me, I don't ever run out. I don't ever run out. Why? Because I'm at his table. And he's filling me up. Not people. He filling me up. When he filling me up and not people, right, then my cup not going to run out. Ooh, I'm, oh, my God. Surely goodness and mercy, unfailing love shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell forever throughout all my days in the house and the presence of the Lord. You want to dwell in the house of the Lord. Let me read this in the message. You know, Latrice um, Ryan says the message is the hood version of the Bible. Let me read it to you. It says, God, my shepherd, I don't need a thing. You've bedded me down in lush, <clears throat> in lush meadows. You find me quiet pools to drink from. True to your word. You let me catch my breath. And send me in the right direction. Can I tell you something? God is never going to leave you in a position in a place where you're going to be overworked. That's not of God. Where you toiling and overworked and you can't even meet him at the table. Woo, come on now. He said, oh, my God. Oh, he 
Even when the, the way goes through Death Valley, I'm not afraid. When you walk in my side, how would I be afraid? And it's you who walks by my side. He said, your trusty shepherd's crook makes me feel secure. You serve me a six-course dinner right in front of my enemies. You revive my drooping head. My cup brims with blessings. Your beauty and love chases after me every day of my life. I'm back home in the house of God for the rest of my life. If I ain't at the table, if I'm in fear, if I'm a worm in other places, I'm not resting. I'm not in the house of the Lord. Can I tell you, fear, worry, angry, anxiety, all this stuff, it pulls you away from God. That's the assignment for you to grow weary. Woo! My God, thank you for that. It pulls you away from God for you to go weary. That's it. I love y'all. Can we do our confessions for today? Hey, don't. It's Football Friday. Y'all know how. Ooh. Did y'all know I was. If you didn't know, welcome to the devotion. I'm Lakeisha M. Johnson, aka MJ. It's Football Friday, right? And I am. That's my bell. That's my calendar. That's what I ring at the game. It's Football Friday in my house. We got a football game tonight. Go Warriors. Okay. Joe jo should have never put this cowbell by my chair. He shouldn't have never put the cowbell on my chair. It's football Friday in my house, right? So go, go, fun. The word, can I say this, Holy Spirit? The word God gave me for today is fun. Go have fun today. Figure out how to have fun today. Even if you working, have fun today. Have fun, y'all. I rung, I rung this cowbell at my pastor's anniversary Sunday. It's football Friday. Oh, it's football Friday. Okay, go have fun today. Go, go have fun today. Go have some magic fun. Don't mean you gotta spend money, right? But go have fun. Yes, the cowboy bill goes to the games. That's where the cowbell started. Go have fun today. Figure out, Lord, show me how to have fun today. When I'm at your table eating in your presence, I can have fun today. Go have fun today. Okay, let's get our confessions in. My God, remember we got a brand new confession. I sent it out via email. I take the shield of faith. I quench every fire. And if you don't know how to fun, have fun, ask the Lord to show you how to have healthy fun. Some of us even don't even know what fun is. We think fun got to be tied to money. We think fun got to be tied to people. Ask the Lord, Lord, show me how to have fun today. What? Show me how to have fun in you today. Show me how to enjoy you today. How to have fun today. Now let's do our confession. I take the shield of faith. I quench every fiery dart of the wicked. I'm not weak in faith. I'm strong in faith. Through faith, I inherit the promises. No one or nothing has dominion over my faith. I stand in faith. God rewards my faith because I diligently seek my God. My faith is in the power of God. I have the spirit of faith. I abound in faith. I am grounded and settled in faith. I am established in faith. The Lord delivered my family from all our fears. The Lord has delivered my family from the hand of the wicked. The Lord has delivered my family from the depths of the grave. By faith, the Lord turns towards my family and delivers us because of his unfailing love. By faith, we're doing this by faith. My family is whole, healed, healthy, and wealthy. In the name of Jesus, faith is my precedent. Don't forget, ladies, we are in uh, 41 days of consecration. I will see you at 7 a.m. 12. 
12 for my movers and my shakers. 12 noon, Dream Academy. Yes, Lord, thank you. I'm so excited to teach on another um, episode of Out of Chase That Lion. Two things. If the Lord places it on your heart to give. My God, can I thank my partners today? Kirby, thank you. Thank you, thank you. I'm not, not, I'm not, I'm not finna call her out, but Kirby was like, um, thank you, sister teacher. I appreciate you, sister teacher. I appreciate Kirby. I appreciate all of y'all. Meredith, all of y'all who give into helping us get the gospel out, who give to Feed the Streets, Drew Projects, who sold tithe into this. Thank y'all. We cannot do this without y'all. Like, we could not do this without y'all. So thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. There's a measure of accountability. To thank y'all. Thank y'all for continually giving to help us push the gospel, to help us to share the gospel, to help us go into places we could not go without you. So thank you for constantly sowing into and giving and partnering with this ministry. My God, I pray for you consistently and constantly. Um, I have a confession. I, have, I confess over y'all all the time that God do something so dynamic for y'all. Y'all are making the difference in the kingdom every time you sow. Do not let the devil lie to you and make you think you are changing the kingdom. You are changing the kingdom. You are changing the kingdom. So thank y'all. Thank you for those of y'all that have been sending stars. We get one cent for every star. Every star you send, we get a penny. But that money goes into Feed the Streets. Remember, October 16th is our next Feed the Streets, right? So I cannot, I think it's the 16th. I cannot wait to that Feed the Streets. We're going to have backpacks full of goodies for kids. I'm going to send out more information Monday on how you can pack a backpack. Say you 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 want to pack, send some things to go in the backpack. So thank you for that. Thank you for your giving. Now, if the Lord places it on your heart to give, go to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com, and you can give there. Or cash app us, dollar sign, L-M-J, ministry, M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y. You can give us there. My last part is, if you have never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, here you go, right? Here you go. Here you go. Thank you, Jesus. Let me say this. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. I'm a sinner. I'm in need of a Savior. I'm asking you to come into my heart and to take away my sins. And I promise to love and follow you best I can. Right? And then guess what he does? He saves you. If you want to help, email Shonda, C-H-A-N-D-A, at JustBeingLMJ.com. And she can tell you all the ways you can be a part Ooh, go have some fun today. Go enjoy today. I'm going to wake the boys up with this cowbell. That's what I'm going to do. That's going to start my fun today. That's going to start my fun today. I'm about, to, I'm about to wake the boys up with this cowbell in just a second. They should have got up. I love y'all. God loves you. I love you so. I love you so. Judah and Josiah had to be born of me. God knew they needed to be. They are so patient with my shenanigans. Um, Judah and Josiah had to be born of me. I'm getting ready to wake them up with this cowbell. Mm -hmm. This is how I'm going to wake them up this morning. That's how we're going to get up this morning. I love y'all so much. So I'll see some of y'all. Vanessa, I'll send you the link to the Dream Academy. I'll see some of y'all. I'm just telling you, I'm going to wake them up today. Finish it. Yeah, yeah. That's how we're getting up this morning. I'll see some of y'all at 12 noon, 7 12. And then I'll see some of y'all. Monday. I love you too, Jericho, so much. I see some of y'all Monday. Oh, no, replay Monday. Ooh, can I tell y'all something? Do not skip out on this replay Monday. Don't be like, well, it's Monday. I ain't getting up. This replay Monday is coming in hot. <laughs> it's coming in hot. It's coming in hot. Can I tell them what it is? Can No, nah, yes. 
It's, it's how to heal your soul. This replay Monday is about how to heal your soul. So don't skip up. Uh, skip out on this replay Monday. I love you. God loves you. I'll see you then. Love. Ooh, come on now. Y'all think I'm playing. They finna get real good with this. I love you. I'm, I'm so, I hope my... I know the Lord is preparing a husband for me that's going to love all my extraness. He is. He's going to be like, this is my baby. I'm going to be ringing bells at church. I love y'all so much. I'll see y'all later. Love. Peace and blessing. Woo! Thank you, Lord. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.